0: Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today, we're talking with Dr. Aubrey Cawthon of Hamilton Medical Center. Thank you so much for joining us again today, Dr. Cawthon. Glad to be here. Dr. Cawthon is the Medical Director of Hospitalist Services, the Chairman of Medicine, and a board-certified internist practicing hospital medicine at Hamilton Medical Center in Dalton, Georgia. He completed his medical training at the Ross University School of Medicine his internship at Memorial Health University Medical Center in Savannah, Georgia. You are a hospitalist. Can you tell everyone exactly what a hospitalist is?
1: Yes, good question as it is a relatively new specialty. Hospitalists specialize in caring for patients while they are in the hospital. Some med- medical specialties are organized around the age of a patient, a specific disease, or a particular body part or system, but hospital medicine is organized around the same where medical care takes place, in this case, a hospital. Hospitalists are doctors who may help manage treatment while a patient is in the hospital. They also help organize any care necessary for the patient after he or she goes home. Hospitalists essentially act as a primary care physician while a patient is in the hospital. One of the main differences, however, is that a hospitalist is focused on treating acute or decompensated chronic disease, whereas a primary care physician is trying to prevent acute or decompensated
0: chronic disease. So you actually treat the disease and then the uh, primary physicians trying to keep you from getting the disease.
1: Right. We get them back where they need to be so that they can follow up with their primary care physician and hopefully not have that happen again.
0: So you're like the doctor at the hospital. Right. Okay.
1: Because the hospital's practice is limited to hospitalized patients that uh, he or she gains valuable experience dealing with the unique needs of a person during a hospital stay. In addition, a hospitalist is well-suited to respond quickly to changes in a hospitalized person's clinical condition, which does happen frequently. We we have to adjust on the fly hour by hour in some instances.
0: Yeah, because so- someone is really sick when they go to the hospital. Right. So for a hospitalist, you have to know so much. Correct. Because everybody comes in with something different.
1: Correct. There is no,
0: uh, And have to treat the really sick because they're in the hospital
1: Right, and spending all of the work day in the hospital makes us accessible and easy to coordinate and make those changes mm-hmm. while patients are in the hospital
0: We're going to take a quick break When we come back we're going to talk about how we can prepare for a hospital stay if needed We'll be right back on Health for
2: Life Join us on a journey to better health health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new Children's Institute, Cancer Institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at hamiltonhealth.com. Hamilton Health Care System, health for life.
0: Welcome back to Health for Life. Today, we're talking with Dr. Aubrey Cawthon, the Medical Director of Hospitalist Services at Hamilton Medical Center. Dr. Cawthon, most of us don't plan on going to the hospital unless well, unless we're scheduled to do some type of procedure, but it's always good to be prepared in case we need to go. What can we do to be prepared for a hospital visit?
1: Well, as you can imagine, um, having an acute medical need is not something that you ever plan for, Um, but in the event that you do, uh, you may not be in the best of spirits. It's not always uh, the best day uh, of your life to get admitted to the hospital. Things to be prepared for is having multiple people ask you the same questions, but just know that that is designed for your safety so that we can know exactly what's going on with you to get you better quicker and get you out of the hospital quicker, get you back home.
0: So I imagine that everybody compares notes Oh, yeah. And make sure that uh, everybody gets the same information.
1: Correct. Everybody that you meet at the hospital is there with that goal in mind to get you better and to get you home quicker and back on your feet. And the hospital is a -a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week venture. There's there's a lot of people there that from registration to nursing to lab to imaging to physicians – multiple specialties. There's a lot of people that are there to to help you navigate this complex environment and this disease
0: process. 24 hours a day. Oh yeah. Every day. All day. Well, are there certain questions that are helpful for patients to ask and family members to ask while they're at the hospital?
1: That's a great question. A lot of people may not know, you know, what can I ask? And when should I ask it? And I, you know, some people may be frozen by the thought of if it's a stupid question, but just realize that's what everybody there is to help you with. So don't think of any question as a stupid question.
0: Yeah. Ask any question.
1: Absolutely. Um, The nurse is there for your safety. Ultimately, if you are in bed and you need help, press the call. Like there's a little red button on the, on the remote that has a cord. There's a red buttons that, that you can push and say, Hey, I need help. They are constantly checking that to make sure the needs of every patient is met.
0: So if you have a question, don't worry about asking a question you think might be a stupid question. If you want to know, ask.
1: Absolutely. It's
0: your health.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Be proactive. Take charge of it and say, hey, I need help. Tell me about this. And everybody is more than happy when you have an engaged patient very happy to share everything they can.
0: So you can ask your nurse questions like that. What about the doctor? When the doctor comes in, what are some of the questions we should be asking the doctor while we're at the hospital?
1: Uh, Literally any question related to your medical care. Um, As a physician, I do appreciate when a patient is engaged, uh, when they're thinking and asking questions about what they need to do to get better or prevent another hospitalization. We may not always know everything off the top of our head, but we do have access to many journals and articles through our hospital's medical library. Mm-hmm. And We have a very active medical librarian who can search even more than we can and pull stuff in almost real time, like we call her and ask for something and 30 minutes later, we've got it in our hand and we can read that and get back to you about whatever special question you may have. You know,
0: I didn't realize that, but that, that definitely makes sense. I'm sure that you have somebody who helps you with that. Mm-hmm. So you can call her and she will go and find that information mm-hmm. and get it right back to you. Yep. And then another doctor and another doctor. So she's got a big job.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the residency, we have the internal medicine residency. Uh, Residents always need to be reading and learning more, so they've got got her busy as well.
0: And she works all day.
1: Also important to know, uh, many times a specialist may come by, a cardiologist, a gastroenterologist, and say, you're okay to go from my standpoint. Um, That may be at 7.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. But they didn't admit you, and they're only looking at their one specialty. Uh, The heart is okay. The stomach is Okay. But we, the hospitalists, are looking at the whole picture and making sure everything is coordinated and, and up to par before we send you home. Uh, so we may be waiting on another test, another image that the cardiologist or GI doctor may not be interested in. They didn't order it. So we'll be following up on that. And as soon as we have those results, we can then say, hey, you're okay to go. What I tell all my patients is... If I see them in the morning, it's go ahead and order lunch if you hadn't already. If it's in the afternoon, go ahead and order dinner if you hadn't already because it takes several hours to get the paperwork, the logistics of transportation for a lot of patients, and uh, also the medications, making sure either... We can fill it in the hospital, or we can send it to your pharmacy, making sure that that's all done correctly. That's a painstaking process to go through well, every I'm medication because sure we want to make sure we're we're sending people on the best therapy that we can, so that they have the best chance of not having to come use our services again.
2: Right,
0: right. So you, as the hospitalist, are going to make that decision, correct? The ultimate decision whether the patient gets to go home, correct? Because there may be three or four doctors they see. Absolutely. Some doctors, yes, I'm okay with it, but it has to go through you mm-hmm. to make sure. And then, as you said, they got to get those prescriptions together and all the paperwork, so it can take a little while.
1: It does, and there's a lot of people involved, not just the hospitalists, uh, nursing, uh, pharmacy, et cetera. So.
0: We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about decision-making while you're at the hospital. We'll be right back on Health for Life. Be a hero. Stop a stroke. If you think someone you're with is having a stroke, ask him to smile. Does his face droop? Have him raise both arms. Does one arm drift down? Can he repeat a simple phrase without slurring? If you see even one of these symptoms, call 911 right away. Because when it's a stroke, every second counts. Hamilton Medical Center has a nationally ranked, highly trained rapid stroke team ready to care for you. Hamilton Medical Center. Health for life. Welcome back to Health for Life today, talking with Dr. Cawthon. You know, there's lots of decisions that need to be made when it comes to our health. How do you guide patients and their families through the decision-making process at the hospital?
1: That's an excellent question. Um, it's an interesting balance. The main, you know, I'm the, I'm the medical expert. You may be coming to me saying, well, you tell me what you should, what I should do. But more than that, it should be a partnership. I should be teaching you what you need to know to make a decision for you. Mm -hmm. You may have different goals, a different mindset. You have an entire lifetime of experiences that informs your decision-making that I can't tell you what to do, but I can explain things to the level that you need to know how to proceed with a certain medication, a certain procedure, uh, knowing risk and benefit of everything that, that is presented to you.
0: If I'm going to go to the hospital, if I know I'm going to the hospital, what should I pack? What should I bring with me to the hospital?
1: Ah, Another good question. Uh, Essentials for a hospital stay. Clean underwear, warm socks, uh, sweatshirt, indoor footwear, toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, hairbrush, uh, clothing for the trip home, cell phone and charger, headphones if you need it. Optional items may include reading glasses, personal hygiene products, shampoo, conditioner if you have a specific brand that you like. Mm -hmm. so face wash, uh, hand lotion, moisturizer, hand sanitizer, extension cord or charger for your phone, earplugs and sleep mask. Again, 24 seven hospital. Sometimes things are going on at night. You may just want to get some rest.
0: You're exactly right. And for folks who use the CPAP machine, they need to bring that. Correct. Because I do use the CPAP machine and that's very important.
1: Yes, it is. Uh, We do have an order to use your CPAP per home settings, but you do need to bring your machine because there's so many uh, different machines out there. You've got one that you're used to that has the right form, face, mm-hmm. mask for you. So
0: and, and one thing that now we talk about, but we haven't talked about, you know, uh, decades ago, and you mentioned it, was bringing your phone charger. Mm-hmm. Bring a phone charger because your phone's going to go dead. You want to call everybody and say, hey, I'm in the hospital. Yeah. You know, you want to talk to all your all your buddies and friends, but you got to have that phone charger, and that's important, too. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about visitor guidelines at the hospital here on Health for Life. Be right back.
2: Join us on a journey to better health. Health for Life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new Children's Institute, Cancer Institute, Endoscopy Center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Healthcare System, health for life.
0: Dr. Coffin, thanks for all this great information and the time that you spent with us. You know, COVID-19 case numbers are going down and we're glad of that, but does this mean that visitors are permitted back at Hamilton Medical Center?
1: Uh, yes, that is something that is constantly in flux. So based on CDC guidelines, mm-hmm. based on local... Infection rates, uh, so that's, that's a moving target right now, but we're trying to keep that up to date with both guidelines and current risk here in Whitfield County. In addition, we provide an opportunity for patients to video chat with friends and family if they're not able to visit with them at that time provided that friends and family have a device on their end that can do video chat.
0: That That is great and it is so nice to be able to have a visitor back mm-hmm. at the hospital because for so many months that was you know that was not allowed yeah. and for a very good reason. But now a visitor at the hospital, that is great. That is fantastic. What are some of the precautions that you take for the visitors who come in?
1: When patients arrive, they're greeted by a staff member who takes their temperature and screens them for COVID-19 symptoms. Uh, currently following CDC guidelines and have put in place uh, face masks, protective equipment is supplied to all team members, social distancing guidance. We have six feet marked on the floors throughout most of the nursing units. That's
0: that social distancing thing we hear about. Yes.
1: Sanitizing stations throughout the facility. I'm I'm always uh, grabbing wool and washing my hands as I'm going down the hall.
0: Without alcohol.
1: Correct, yes. with the alcohol uh, sanitizer. We have staggered appointments to minimize the number of people in each area, again, to help with the social distancing. We also have the Xenex robots that have UV light. Now, what did you
0: call that robot? Xenex. Xenex. I never heard that. I just know they have robots over yeah. there. The Xenex robots. Yeah. And they've got that light on them?
1: Yeah, the UV light that sterilizes the room.
0: Now, do you think that these precautions, a lot of these will stay in effect for years to come, like like the sanitation stations and wearing the masks. The
1: sanitation stations, the the alcohol sanitizer, we've we've been using my entire career. Those have always been there, and those will always be there. Mm-hmm. I like to alternate alcohol and um, actual water and soap myself.
0: Does either one of those do better?
1: For certain things, you want you only want to do uh, soap and water. Uh, those are spore-producing bacteria that can live on any kind of environment the alcohol does not kill. Uh, but the vast majority of the things we talk about, alcohol does a great job.
0: Right. And, and the the sanitation, the, the hand-washing sanitation stations, you say those have been there before COVID? Mm-hmm
1: we have placed more in visitor areas uh, that people can access easier now.
0: Yeah. You see more of them. Mm -hmm. I know some people have been putting off healthcare because of COVID. That's got to be dangerous. Is it dangerous delaying healthcare?
1: Oh, most definitely. It's so important to catch things earlier. Uh, It's, you know, the old saying, "An ounce of prevention beats a pound of cure." Mm-hmm. That really is the case. Um, you change your oil every 3,000 miles so you don't have to replace your engine. Same thing with your body. You got to maintain it so that you don't have to end up in the hospital. And when you do need it, don't wait till the very last minute. The quicker we treat certain diseases, the the better your outcome is in general. So don't wait. Right. Your health doesn't wait.
0: No, no, you've got to take care of those things. Are you seeing a lot of that, a lot of people who have been putting things off, or have they been pretty good about coming in?
1: We have seen uh, some people that have, have waited because of the fear of COVID, and they're much sicker than they otherwise would have been. That's unfortunate, and we do everything we can to help them, but it, it'd be better to see people earlier.
0: Right. Hamilton Medical Center has done a great job in taking care of the COVID situation, making sure that there is social distancing and, and uh, everywhere everyone wearing masks and, as you mentioned, the uh, uh, hand-washing station, sanita- sanitizing station. So it's important to take care of your health and don't let this COVID thing scare you away. Right. It's very safe to go to Hamilton Medical Correct. Center.
1: We have a lot more than a lot of places have as far as safety precautions and negative pressure rooms and all that. That's been a big help.
0: Do you think telehealth has helped?
1: Yes. As a matter of fact, I had a meeting yesterday and a couple of the primary care physicians were there. And they had mentioned their large increase in telehealth visits, and and they said they really didn't miss a beat as far as follow-ups because of telehealth. Having that option has been a a big help to primary care to kind of help screen people and prevent them from declining.
0: Now, telehealth is something relatively new to most of our listeners, although it has been around for a while, and it was new to me. And I have had some telehealth appointments Mm -hmm. uh, with my different doctors, and it is just wonderful now, if I need blood work, something like that, that's another story. You go, but a telehealth appointment is just great.
1: Yeah, you you don't even have to leave your house. You mm-hmm. know, you can be there on your couch talking to your doctor, and that's it's like a old timey uh, house visit.
0: That's right. It's like a house call. Well, uh, are the doctors happy with it? I mean, do they enjoy it also?
1: I myself have not experienced it, so I can't speak Well, you're firsthand. the hospitalist, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but all the primary care docs I've, I've talked to, have enjoyed
0: it. Yeah, and you don't have to drive there. It's so yeah. convenient for, for us patients. And if the doctors, if they're getting along with it, that's good. I've spoken to many doctors who say they think this is going to continue on.
1: I see that being a prolonged thing after COVID.
0: Before you leave, and this is your second visit, it's been great having you here. Before you leave, uh, if you could leave our listeners with some advice, what would that be?
1: Oh, yeah. Keeping in the theme of being prepared to go to the hospital. Be engaged with the staff uh, if you're ever hospitalized. No one on the staff wants you to suffer. We all want you to be better and get better and we're using up-to-date, uh, study-of-the-art medicine to make sure that you are as well as you can be and getting back home. And I pride our group specifically on our quality and our outcomes. We have a dedicated hospitalist group that cares about practicing excellent medical care. That's what we provide for this community.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. For more information about Hamilton Medical Center, call 706-272-6000 or visit HamiltonHealth.com. This program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illness or to replace professional medical care. Please see your health care provider if you have a health problem.
2: Join us on a journey to better health, health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Health Care System. Health for life.
0: Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Health Care System.